Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live from a crisp Sydney Portier morning. We're back at our preferred slot, early morning before sparrows get up. You can hear a few birds chirping in the background, a couple of dogs woofing as they're about to sniff fresh air for the first time, and we approach a triple. Have we got a triple header here today? We fucking do, in Brisbane. Two, four, no, and no, six. No, no. The third game's in Gold Coast. Third, my apologies. But as chiming in, as he always does from back down in lockdown, sad, sad state of affairs, one test Thunderino. Did you get 10 minutes in the bin or did you get marched? Ten, were you sent off in your test, one test? Uh, no, just warned. It was before the crackdown. Before the crack, You would have got a red if that was in P- Peter Volandi's ball? Quite probably, yeah. Definite red. Um... So you can dig that footage up. I will. Um, I will remind you. I, th- I think it's somewhere on YouTube or something. Also, twice controversially axed Hong Kong Rugby League board member Jack back in lockdown, mate. Um, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It was actually interesting. If you go back and re-listen to last week's show, which I don't do, but I mean, I do remember what I said on it. Mm. Was I? Was, I took the opportunity to go out and have a drink because I. Uh, I knew what was coming, you know. Um, so, anyway, that was uh, that was good on my part. Um, otherwise, the league this weekend, I've been keeping one eye on it, one eye off it, to be honest. Uh, mm. I've picked and choose, cho- chosen my games. I don't know, it's just... There just seems to be a little bit more happening with the family around, uh, around at the moment. I don't know, maybe because they're ages or something, so... You can't always focus on it, but um, yeah, it's been interesting. And the whole Valandis, he saved our game again, Rehari. He saved <laughs> it again, getting out before uh, <laughs> the real lockdown sits in. And I can't believe, like, you guys are stopping construction. New South Wales are stopping construction. That's outrageous. That, that is huge. That that's like that keeps the economy yeah spinning. Um. We, Victoria has never stopped construction. So anyway, we'll see how it goes. I is think that the strength of the labor unions down there versus, you know, maybe a little bit more libertarian state that we have here? Quite. I think that's got uh, quite a lot to do with it. But, but in saying that, they keep construction going without the infections going up. So I'm not sure. Maybe it's those people in those local government areas that are working in construction that are just crossing, going all over town. It's funny. I actually work out, exercise, whatever you want to call it, with a guy... Shout out to Bryce. He doesn't listen to the show. Um, not really a league man, big surfer. And he runs a big, big site, um, do hospitals and all kinds of things. Um, and they got COVID twice on this site last week. They shut down, came back two days later. 
got it all sort of sorted. There was a false alarm, and then someone actually got it. And then you can just imagine a building site, what that could do, couldn't it? So, fuck, when, it's, when it ravages, yeah, it's not hard to see why they do make those precautions. Um, yeah, we don't want to talk too much about it, really, do we? What we, what we are in now is we're in, we're in Telstra. We're Telstra time now, aren't we? Like round yeah. eighteen onwards. This is this is yeah, yeah. Telstra time. Now we've got. This is your premium telecommunications company. A, absolute. This is A one. Is Telstra that good? Don't know. Never used them. I support my yeah. club sponsors. I'm a Vodafone warrior until I die, and I know I use Vodafone. Shout out to you, Vodafone. Used to be horrendous. Right, actually, I, I actually I've, I've got a work phone at the moment which uses Telstra, but um. Yeah, anytime I have to go get like a cheapy throwaway phone for, you know, blackmailing or someone, I'll take Vodafone. You take Vodafone, do you? I usually, if I'm blackmailing or I need a burner, um, putting a hit on someone, I usually go Labara because yeah. I know they won't. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> won't be. But um, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, for your Wi-Fi, yes, it all depends on how big your the the cable is. You know, coming in your, into your home. Really. Yeah. Everyone's so. just everyone's just fucking nibbling on the major cables anyway aren't they exactly it's a, it's all about fiber to node fiber mm. to hope because it was all that was the whole thing right the mm. whole broadband thing that aussie started with was labeled was fiber to home mm. which would have we could download i don't know like a playstation game in four minutes mm. uh or a, a deftones album in half a second deftones Oh, I don't know, but yeah, just, oh, good, just yeah. Good and then, then that the, the libs changed it to um, fiber to node, like pulling the wool over people's eyes a bit. But I mean, what is, what's fiber to node though? Fiber to node is like it's at the end of your street. There's a node, right? Uh, so the, it goes to the end of your street, and then there's copper all the way to your house. Okay, so, so it's basically splitting the connection and giving you a diluted form of internet, essentially. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I mean. Look, it's got us through work from home, but geez, it would have been good if I don't know. Like, why at any given day, I can only I can watch two. I could be watching two league games simultaneously, but after that, it sort of blows out. Um, and it's you know, for what do you what do you really need high uh, high rates of internet coming? In? It's probably gaming. Gaming, yeah, and also, you know, your big downloaders, people that work at home. But, fuck, I've never had an issue in the last... I think internet's come a long way. I remember when I was on Vodafone when I first got over here, my house didn't have any signal. So I'd, I could only really talk in the back backyard. And then every... Because Vodafone had such issues in, like, that central Sydney area, I used to ring up every six months and just say, this is this is cruel, this is ruining my business, blah, blah, blah. And they give me a brand new iPhone every six months, like clockwork. Maybe, so I kind of just um, rode, I, I rode with it. And then they updated the area. So Telstra time. Is downloads usually okay. Mm. Sometimes I'll get a bit grainy on my narrow, but it's just uploads up. Oh, they're painful. And it slows. I can't even download when I start uploading. So. I'm not oh, a big downloader my- anymore, though. I don't. I don't illegally download. Which ten years ago, I'd be doing that on a daily basis. Yeah, TV's come a long way. Um, so Telstra time well, means what? Those videos from the. Did we talk about videos last week? Don't know. I think we about WWF. Oh yes, we, we did. Yes, we did. Yep. But remember that 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 thing they had at the front, like warning. 
FBI will be over yep. after you if you yep. show this in a group or in a prison. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always really. Uh, when I was a kid, I just found that quite interesting. I was like, well, can the FBI actually come to New Zealand and get me or not? <laughs> I always so when I legally downloaded, you know how you used to get the odd message email saying you could get done for piracy, blah blah blah. You'll get fined if you don't. Um, you know, and it was like a dead set. One, to be honest. I used to get them quite a bit, but I got told as long as you email straight back and say, sorry, this was not me and my neighbours and my Wi-Fi, I'll tell them off <laughs> just to cover your tracks. Um, right, Telstra time. So I keep fucking this up. I ask you the same thing every week. How many rounds do we have this year? Round 25. Uh, sorry, yes, 25 rounds. Okay. So after this, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Seven rounds after this. So we are preem pristine. Like, I still think we have a couple of rounds that's shaking out the cobwebs of nationals. Yeah, yeah. But from is. round 20 onwards, you used to, which you, we're not going to get this year because of the state of the competition, but you used to get those, you know, like high quality, 50, 60,000 crowds, eels, tigers, eels, dogs, Roosters, rabbits, uh, manly storm—these just blockbusters. I'm just a bit worried that obviously the crowds is one thing, you know. Broncos, Cowboys—we just don't have that level of football in the competition this year through through a number of reasons. And just throwing the crowds out now—they are training. They're just training runs. They're under twenties training runs, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I'm actually just looking at the draw. And you talk about um, those special end of regular season games that, you know... Good as far ones where, Yeah, the ones where they play at Stadium Australia and it mm. looks half. Um, but round 20, mm-hmm. Melbourne Storm versus Penrith, Penrith Panthers at Tauda, Nikau Lower Right League Memorial Stadium. Pending cough restrictions. Wow. Ah, right, that's my night out to really celebrate league this year. Well, if you're in the Melbourne area, what, what pub will you meet at beforehand? Rising Sun Hotel. If you're in the Melbourne area, you're hearing me right now and saying, get your tickets sorted, reach out to Jack and get down to that game. That's going to be an absolute blockbuster. That's that's, that's a peak rugby league. 7.35pm Saturday night wow. uh, against two of the, well, it's going to be the grand final. Like, There's 60% chance it's the grand final. So when you think Melbourne Storm, and if you have each team has a time and a date associated with them. Melbourne Storm, 7.30 Saturday, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we know what the Warriors are. They are 6 o'clock on a Friday. Um, Broncos would be 7.30 on a Friday. Yeah, definitely. Bulldogs, 2 o'clock Sunday. I was going to say exactly the same. Raiders, Raiders, 3 o'clock Saturday. Or 5.30 Saturday. Yeah, that's that Saturday Arvo Raiders. Um, Knights, they are also a night, Saturday night team. They're Saturday Saturday night. Yeah. They're Saturday night. They're 5.30 or 7.30. Yeah. Yeah. Sharks also dance around that 5 o'clock Saturday time, don't they? Do They do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Roosters. They're a Thursday or Friday night team. Well, you could say Thursday or Sunday at 4.00. The prime slot. Mm. Um, 
Dragons seem to be a bit of a Thursday side, don't they? They do. It's Titans Sunday, Arvo. No doubt. Or 3 p.m. said. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Arvo team. Eels, Saturday, Sunday, Arvo. All right, I could go on there forever. Talking about yesterday's Saturday 3 p.m. game. Mm. At North Queensland Stadium, mm. or Townsville Stadium, mm. and somebody said it, like, you never see a day. Well, North, the Cowboys are 7.30 Saturday, right? Like, that's their time. But seeing a day game at um, Townsville, and, and this time of year, yeah, it's perfect. Beautiful. Wonderful. Um, you know why, and a, a few people didn't actually realize, you know why they do play at night and not and not during the day in Townsville? The heat. No, no. Well, the start of the season and mm. uh, the start of the season could be affected, but I mean now it's okay. It would mm. be twenty-eight degrees, maybe perfect. Um, but it's because they have such a huge fan base, and they're like farmers. They have to drive like Distance. six hours. Yeah, nice. So they have to really make they make a real day, weekend of it. So they drive the six hours, seven hours, stay at uh, Con. Was it Conrad? I think it is the Conrad. Ville, Townsville, and just punt away, go to the Mad Cow, get tanked up with Shemaine Pallavi. <laughs> you do it at 2.30 on a, or 3pm on a Saturday, people can't get there. Mm. It would be a good home game to to be a part of. Um, Roosters ran away. Roosters are doing well, like considering, eh? Who are Cowboys? The Roosters are doing well, considering their fucking injuries. Yeah, I'm in their fifth. Uh, would you say it's under the radar fifth? Definitely. Definitely. They're not going to beat That's anyone. Well, they can't beat the top four. They just can't. Maybe not now. I don't see that. I don't see that at all. Okay, so can Sunday... No, let's just start with this because I, I want to get this out of the way. <sighs> We've had a fucking tough time as a club last two years we've made the finals once since 2011 one of the few bright spots for us was knowing that the league the rugby league messiah the white ghost Phil Gould Jabba the Hutt even like a slimmer version of him was pulling the strings now his main role for the Warriors was as a developing the junior pathways in New Zealand and got news on Friday night after already re- rebuffing the, the the dogs once has then approached. Now this has come out after I've been reading it, but he approached the ownership of the Warriors and said, due to not being able to perform his job in COVID, he wanted to get released. The more I think about this, now I understand trying to develop pathways in the fucking northern regions of New Zealand, the deepest, darkest of the southern part of the country. It's going to be very tough to do via Zoom, and he hasn't been able to perform that role at all, really, this year. It's tough. It's pretty tough to take, though, Gus getting a release, isn't it? Is that just a kick in the teeth? To me, it feels like a real kick in the teeth. It was something we... We held on to, It was hanging your head on for... You know, this year's been another groundhog, uh, groundhog mm-hmm. year. It was something you, as a fan you could hang your head on and say, "That's a sign something's changing." Mm. But now Gus is gone. We're back to two thousand into two thousand fifteen, and now, therefore we haven't moved forward in five years. I saw him say something like, 
I'm still going to be working on the pathways for New Zealand or something, the junior, developing junior pathways. How the fuck is he still going to do that? Well, he's well, he's got a big job on his hands with the with the dogs. I'll be doing it to probably just get them the pathways the over dogs. to Canary. Huge coup for the dogs. And yep. just and a kick, got, just a shocking got, kick in the teeth for the Warriors. Got Bulldog uh, uh, Heritage, like won them a comp in '88 and mm-hmm. played for them. So yeah, look, it's a good, it's a big coup. I haven't, I haven't heard any dog fans swag it off. I mean, it's, it's it's a great move for them. It's just disappointing. So that was obviously another kick in the teeth for for us. After you say an absolute groundhog um, groundhog day, we won't we won't dwell on that. We want to get upbeat, <clears throat> talk about some of the footy this week. So a bit of a danger game on Friday night. I thought for Manly, no Cherry, no Trebojevic, playing against a understrength Dragons. But you could have seen the Eagles lose that. So that's big for them getting that done. Yeah, I believe. So. Um, How good Moali Akawalato? Oof. Lots of people call right. him the avocado. I didn't know until Friday. I was seeing all this banter. Oh, the avocado, the avocado. Didn't know who the fuck people were talking about, and I didn't want to ask. Didn't want to show my league naivety. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I, for me, his sort of attack and his, his play could be that X factor in the semi. Mm. You know, one of those players that, yeah, just come on the scene and can really do something special, really lift in a final series. I love I that. Have- Emerge in a final series. Like Papali did that time um, against putting those hits on Gallum. You know, there was you knew who he was, but announcing yourself in a finals game. So not many people, people will know his name and stuff. They might not know how potentially good he is. And then he comes into the finals and unleashes like a big barnstorming game, comes off, you know, gets a try, puts a hit in, and then your career just goes from there. Obviously, only need that if they're going to make mm. that impression we think they can. Mm. Yeah, fuck. That's, that is, I mean, the season hasn't been the one that we want it to, but Manly's finals aspirations is probably one of the more exciting storylines, isn't it? Correct. And I, honestly, when they get everyone on the field, they're, they're the, the hope. You're, you're the, the one, that you've been saying that they could snag a, a DC golden point victory in a semi against the Panthers? Yes. They could beat the Panthers for me, but I don't know if they could beat the Storm. Um, but okay, it's gonna be interesting. yesterday, ugly, ugly game, bit of back and forth. Um, no, nah, I wouldn't say ugly game. It was, it was enjoyable. Raiders Sharks. Can the Raiders put a run together and get that eighth spot? I still don't look that great. Enjoyable game as a neutral. Mm. Two eight nine, just a classic. Mm. Oh, I mean, if you watch that game, they're so far off the store. That's what I mean. It was just, yeah, it was just they, they are same level type teams. Um, Very. I really wanted the Sharks to win, but credit to the Raiders, they won and they ended up running away with it at the end quite convincingly. Um, yeah, I guess I thought to myself, and I, I, I like to hear your thoughts on it because. You're one of their biggest uh, oh, supporters or you know, promoters early on in the season, mm. thinking they could go a long way. Mm. I mean, round no, eight. I'm completely out. Could, I'm could completely they start out. putting stuff together? No, nah, I'm completely out. Okay. Sammy Williams ain't ain't going to get you anywhere. 
And Jack Wyden with Sam Williams, I think Jack Wyden needs a certain kind of player. I don't know, maybe maybe Sam Williams just gives Jack Wyden a heap of ball, but he went off last night. Yeah. Um what so on to the, the, the final of the Saturday games. I was watching the highlights before. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable Nico Heinz's. He's the, got Leo was saying he's got spiders on him. That's why they don't want to tackle him. Uh, the nuances in his ball play is I think he's got you know it's taken me a while to get here with Nico Hines your classic it's what you always do with the storm guy who gets on the scene oh he's only there he's only playing that well because he's in the storm and then you're like fuck has a couple of big games alright took me a while to get there with Jerome Hughes took me a while to get there with Ryan Pappenhausen took me a while to get there with you know name any storm player that isn't you know your Cameron Smith etc Josh Drinkwater (laughs) Scott Drinkwater no, I actually thought he looked pretty good on his debut. But Heinz's the the nuances in his like game, drawing people in, cut out passes. Fuck. I still think that Heinz versus Puppy is a real real argument. Julie, really? I do, mate. I think I think he obviously doesn't have the speed, but the ball play. I know what you mean by the ball play and the it's the hip movement too. Oof. When he goes into the line or gets on the outside, he just moves his hips slightly. It's a, ve- it's a sign of a very good player. <sighs> Hines versus Pappenhausen, gun to the head. Who do you have? Pappenhausen. I I think if I'm just, building if I'm building a club, he he won the um, Clive Churchill last year, didn't he? So he's he's been there, done there. Yep. No, no, it props to Pappenhausen. It's easy to forget how fucking amazing he is. No doubt about it. He's a quality player. If I'm building a club and I've got a draft and I've, my, my pick is up, I've got no players on the roster, and I come to Pappenhausen and I come to Heinz, I'm probably picking Heinz. Bigger body, can play in the halves. I think the durability on a frame like Pappenhausen, potentially, you know, he's potentially setting himself up for some injuries. I'm clutching at straws here because it's so close, I think. But I think Nico Hines, for me, I would take Nico Hines over Pappenhausen. I think I Hines if, is incredible. I wonder if Pappenhausen, where you see him in the uh, up in the coach's box behind Bally, Bellamy and Mooks, he's mm. thinking, am I going to be able to get back in the team? Mm, he, no, he knows Bellamy is... When you're playing at that level, you've you got so much confidence in your ability. He's just like, of course, he's going to put me back in. Mm. Oof. So sharks next year, I would have just loved to see the sharks from a from a football point of view. I just don't understand why they didn't keep Sean Johnson. It's just it's a staggering, and I know they had to move their salary cap around, but having Johnson and Hines together, wow, we. Um, what what did Fel- what has Felice Kafusi done to his hair, Jack? Well, I don't think he's done anything to it. It's just it's such a funny haircut. It's sort of. I don't know if he's going bald, but he sort of has this low part in the middle. Mm-hmm. He must be going bald, and then it sort of pops up on each side. Got some, mm. get some good altitude on each side. It's very much like the uh, oh, sideshow bob. There's a real valley down the middle. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's it's. it's I don't think he's ever quite got it right, has he? It's, he's because he went for the mini afro, which I thought suited his game. And then recently he's trying to go on for a little bit of a, of a low fade, high fade, and then to this thing on top that's just, yeah. It almost looks like a wig. I just, I'm just thinking maybe he's going bald. Could do. 
Hey, did you see what oh. AJ Brimson's lid was uh, on Nationals? Who, who was the last first-grade uh, bald player? Like, actual... I'm thinking David Barnhill. Nah, Adam McDougall, Ben Kennedy. Oh, yeah, quote. A couple of good baldies. Scott Minto. Yes, good call. So, a lot of St. George and... Yeah, okay. I can't uh, think of anyone currently playing, though. Cameron Smith started to really get... Uh, Kyle Feltz going bald at the moment. See? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, AJ Brimson slid in Nationals. Oh. Fucking disgraceful. Just Is a he shocking undercut. Was it an undercut? Oh, it's terrible. It was, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it looked like Friar Tuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shocking. Who was Friar Tuck? From the Canterbury Tales? Mm, where did Friar Tuck come from? Is Robin Hood. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, he's like the priest, wasn't he? The the monk. Oh, I don't know. I've never, never read up about it. What are your thoughts on um staying up for sport? Like, yeah. when was your first memory of staying up, like losing sleep for sport? Your uh, first, and it might have been contact sport, and you can admit it. My first memories were around staying up late. Was around ninety one. And I have two examples. One was the New Zealand-Australia tri-series in league where we won the first test, McCracken, etc. And then we got pumped in the second and third. Yeah, you mean the three-test series? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. I said tri-series, I meant the three-test series. It wasn't really... That's just staying up later. Yeah. And then getting up late for the 91 contact sport semi-final where yeah. we lost oh, to yeah. Australia. Kim Peasy. Um, who, who New Zealand been the quarter? Ah, uh, Canada. Correct. At little. Mm. Australia only just got over Ireland late. Right. And road. We won't talk about contact sport again. Um, the cricket. Yeah, that, that's my first memories of losing sleep for sport. What was? That that era ninety one, yeah. and then yeah. what's the other one I sort of think of? Uh. Then it probably takes a while. Then it was like that Jeff Wilson, uh, 93 when Aaron Whitaker played his final, uh, first, uh, played a test match against Great Britain. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, then you get to recently. It oh, has to cricket World up. Cups fucking kill me. Yeah, South Africa. Didn't you? So when did you have that, um, that West Indies party at your house? Was that oh. South African World Cup? West Indies World West Cup. West Indies World Cup. Yeah, that would have killed you. That just basically didn't. You slept and woke up for the game, and then just started drinking. Went through to the next morning and saw a good Warriors Cowboys victory on Sunday afternoon. Many, nice. many um, had to have a lot of help along the way to stay up. If you know what I mean. That that was two thousand seven. Yeah. Yeah, because that was, as I mentioned, oh, we're talking about day games at Townsville. We had mm. to play a day game at Townsville in September. Mm. Oh, that that semi final, remember? Mm, got pumped, absolutely yeah. pumped. Um, double headers, double header games. What do you consider a double header game at the same stadium? Same stadium, yeah. So, what do you? Th- what do you? So we've got one this afternoon, do we? Yep, we got one at Lane two, Park, two o'clock. What's your thoughts? What am I? Uh, oh, I'm all for league. Uh, and obviously, oh, time and place based, I guess. I mean, 
One thing about league that's really annoying is sometimes you go there, you pay your money, you're like, oh, is it already over? Mm. Um, but having like Magic, which I experienced, and a double, have I been to a double header? I mean, I guess you sort of have double headers grand final day and stuff, right? When you have the 20s and, and or you have a Kernan Razor. I just think it makes a, a bigger day. I mean, real purist leagues used to get on the hill in Sydney for like, 11 a.m. to start watching Presidents Cup. Do you know what I mean? Well, there's no reason why Sydney and Melbourne shouldn't have their own respective double headers throughout the season. Like, look at this. This look at this week's games: Eagles Dragons followed by Raiders Sharks at you know the new Sydney Football Stadium. Done, yeah. easy. People sacrifice the home ground to get to their um, central fucking yeah. I like it. I like it. I mean, the magic. I, I just like those early so, afternoon games. And- it does manufacture, you know, and manufactures a crowd, let's mm. be honest, because you have some residual people from the previous or the latter game being at the other game. Mm. What's this? Oh, I just hope the weather's good. I hope we get a sunny. I mean, had you ever get a Sunday raining Sunday in Brisbane? Can you remember a Sunday pissing down with rain in Brisbane during the day? No. You just very, don't get it. No. It rains at night in Brisbane in winter. Mm. Nah, it doesn't even look. Like the Broncos I, don't have to play in the rain at all, do they? In part, but but then I do remember the 2015 Anzac test being mm. postponed from a Friday night to a spot. That was a weather event. Remember that? Yep. Wow, but you, you hardly ever see a rainy. You're right. It has got very good drainage, the, the field. Mm. Um, I remember when it first came on Lang Park, the... Uh, they had some real issues with the turquoise or sand based, mm. um, but now like it's, the grass has really taken hold. It's a great draining ground. It's a dream. End of season. They just named now. There's a hundred days to the World Cup. Do they think? Do you think they should go ahead? I'm not sure they should. I mean, I I think they should because like you can't. I think they should go ahead. Like, but in saying that, I'm going to be a realist. I know there's going to be a lot of cowardly yeah Aussies. That won't go. You're going to see a fraction of the players available playing. And you're going to see some guys play test footy that have a handful of NRL games under their belt. And the spectacle is not going to be good. And I think that Peter Villandes is going to say, right, the clubs have full, my full blessing to not, you know, to support their players if they don't want to go and then, oh, I'm going to stay at home and get a, you know, fucking shoulder reconstruct or whatever. There's just going to be so much of that and the product diluted, it's going to be shit. They should postpone it a year. No, look, I think, mate, you don't, you need to realise how important this is is to British Rugby League. Um, yeah, get it right then. Have a better product. But they don't, uh, they don't want to compete against other stuff. So, I say go, and if they send a weekend Australian team, I think that's all good for the comp. Jamaica could flat flog them. Jamaica could trip us up. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I, I just, I just, it's going to be, it's going to be, there's going to be guys picked like Phoenix Crossland, Blunt, like guys you didn't even. Oh, is he a New Zealander? Yeah, yeah, he's a New Zealander. So. He'll probably go as backup for our halves. Not a bad little player. Gets the job done. Does he? What job? 
just uh, passing and kicking a bomb that lands on the 10-metre mark. Well, so what was he doing? Was he playing last night? He was playing last night for the Knights, yeah. What, what about Jake Clifford and Mitchell Pierce? Was he? What was he doing then? Yeah, Pierce was injured. But Clifford... Oh, did Pierce not play? Right. Yeah, Clifford's actually looked... He, he, he's one of those players that looks good sometimes, doesn't he? Okay, so you are the Cowboys... And you say to your fans, no, nah, we're going to let Jake Clifford go. We're not going to sign him for a hundred grand a year. We've got a better idea than that. We're going to sign Chad Towson for 800k and better yet, we're going to bring in Tommy Dearden for about 600k. What a fucking disgraceful recruitment department. Oh, Chad, yeah, I know. Poor old Peyton. How long does he last there? He ain't going to last long with that roster. And then I think Josh Henne takes that. Uh, Cowboys coaching role. He's he's he has a little bit of um, mid year coaching him, doesn't he? Hene taking over from Peyton after they go horrible next year. I um, interviewed him today, actually. Hene uh, prior to the Raiders shouts game, and he was actually he came across really well. I was actually highly impressed with him. Nice. Does Milford get picked up next year? I would say no, but then you got to think well. He probably he's one of those guys that would not go to Super League, you know, family yada yada yada. I um, could see him playing the Benji role for South Sydney. Yes, something like that yeah. to ease him back into it, and he plays well. And then some stupid club like the Dragons pay overs for him after God, afterwards. And I'd have no sympathy for that club. No, not at all. Um. Finally, before we get to the games, approach the the tips, etc. Commentators, I was thinking about Rabs. I've heard Rabs a couple of times with Nationals recently. And, you know, I don't listen to him on the Sunday games. I was really studying Rabs, who, who definitely goes through his playbook and, you know, he gives you a solid 6, 7 out of 10. He never reaches the heights. I don't think he physically can. But his days are numbered, and it just made me fondly look back on like the absolute pinnacle, the voice of rugby league, Ray Warren. He drew people into the sport like you knew rugby league because of this guy's voice. And what he's done, I just think we're going to be very, very hard to duplicate. And that era when you had Rabs with Sturlo and Fatty, they were just a phenomenal combination when they commentated games. And then slowly Gus came in, and Fatty kind of slid out. An amazing, you know, balance of just strong league knowledge and then, you know, the the gusto and the fireworks from Rabs. It just made me think I just got sad. Just we're not even close to getting that replicated. And I guess you've got, you know, I was running through the guys that are, that are potentially going to be that heir apparent. You know, the first guy that comes out is Vossi. I just think Vossi is, he's gone too silly recently. Like, he's like a child. And, you know, the stuff that he does with the fan is great. But when he brings that into the commentary box, there's sort of useless facts. And everything's a bit of a joke to Vossi. I don't think he's seriously enough about, you know, when there's a great game. He tries to make it a little bit, you know, maybe too fun. Where do you stand on Vossi at the moment? Yeah, see what you mean, but I think Vossi is... I accept them just for the Saturday 3pm game between mm-hmm. the Dragons and the Titans. So he does that role really well because he can, as you can imagine, he can get a shit... Get like, 
Latvia versus uh, he can make Norway. That fun. Yeah, he'll make it fun, right? Yeah. But yeah, when you're at the serious end of the spectrum in a grand final, uh, you want the your pinnacle of uh, voices. And I, I don't know, like Ray, Rabs. I'm sort of thinking mid two thousands was his. Oh yeah. Early peak. to mid two thousands peak, yeah. but that's I mean you could you could argue that was the peak of our league watching careers, mm. or was it? I don't know, but yeah, maybe not. I mean, then I think, you look back. but who they surrounded Rabs with again just complimented him like Sturlo, yeah, phenomenal. Like his and reading Sturlo, of the game, we liked Sturlo because he was one of the only commentators that actually stuck, like looked into Warriors a bit more. He got the game. And Fatty was obviously, you know, just having a bit of a joke and, you know, commenting on Queenslanders. But you know when, like, Sturlo was saying, you know, he'd make a comment like, geez, they're opening up over here, Ray. When he said Ray, and and you know, fuck. Sturlo's, like, seen something, like, two minutes into the future, and then they start opening them up on the right-hand side. The Raiders are out on their feet here, Ray. And then you go, fuck, if you're a Raiders fan, you're like, this is not coming for us. Like, that that combination... Whereas Gus would always be, as a Warriors fan, he was always, like, I like Gus, but he was always like, oh, they can't actually hold on here. Or Fetty, and like that, they're gone. Yeah. The Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> but Sturlo would always go, no, no, they've got something else in them here, yeah. Ray. Fuck, you just not. Now, with Fossey, like, if you're, like, doing the scheduling, you're like, oh, there's going to be some wild weather, like a Sharknado game. Go, well, put Fossey in there. He'll fucking relish in a Sharknado game. That's just what he does. He make he likes the peculiar, the the stupidity of rugby league. So I just don't see him. And I think also the point before, who who are the guys that you, who are the you know the comments guys these days? You've got fucking Anasta, Ennis, Corey Parker, you know Justin Hodges. You, you got no nothing below the league caller now. Nothing. You know your Joeys and your Freddies on nine. It's good. And then they bring in, uh, and this is like Jake Duke, like nothing wrong with the guy, but Jake Duke, who's on Fox, he's the indigenous guy they brought on for the hmm. comments on the hmm. sideline. He just doesn't do it for me. I know no. he's a young no. indigenous kid, all that, no. but he's just not that good. No, he's not. Um, he's got a long way to go. Yeah. He could get there. He could get there. Hopefully he does. That There's none of that, you know, I, I do actually... The nine guys, you, you, Freddie and Joey need to be a part of whatever they're trying to build over a nine. So I don't think Vossi... Then I've got, you know... Then there's also Dan Ganane, who is a was a brilliant radio commentator. And as much as I like Ganane, I feel like he's struggling to adapt a little bit to TV. Sometimes he goes through the motions if it's like the Roosters, and they'll be 25 metres out, and he's like, and they're just running in here, and then they'll go... In. Like he, he has the ability to hit the high notes like Ray, but I don't think he's doing it lately. He's just going for a Sunday jog I'd like to see him get that fucking upper range going again what's your thoughts on Ganae yeah he's starting to I had questions about when he first started TV I don't I'm not he's getting slowly better so he probably hasn't had the opportunity to do the big game so he hasn't hit the high notes Mm. so to speak Mm. Um, Um, and then you've got Woz for me out and out the standout but I feel like he's been blackballed at Fox. He's not getting... Remember when Woz used to, like, back in the day, he used to have basically his pick of the games. But obviously, Vossi's come across, Ganane's come across. You're only getting one game of Woz a week, uh, maybe two. He's the best, pound for pound. 
for me. You surround Woz. If I was Channel 9, I'd go, right, I'm going after Woz. I'm going to surround him with Freddie and Joey, and bang. There you go. Yeah. So, um, and Sterlo. When Fox used to televise the Nationals, but you know they w- wouldn't show it live, but they'd show the replay, they yes. always said Woz. Yeah. Well, they knew, or Woz was the grand final. Grand final, yeah. Yeah. Um, so well, that shows he was the peak for them. Yeah, and, and I think Woz... You know, if you're going to take over Rabs, who who do you go for? It's Woz, isn't it? Or are you Vossy man? Who? Uh, yeah, it's Woz. You're a big uh, Matt Thompson fan, aren't you? I think he does. Yeah. yeah, I think he does some good things. But no, he's not in the he's not in the upper echelon. You've met him, haven't you? Yeah, had a few schooners with him. Lovely guy. Thomas and great Lee Yarns. Pardon? How did that end up happening? Oh, just through a mutual friend at the pub. Right, Sunday games. Give me three winners for the punters. Publish this early. Panthers. <laughs> Don't even need to go there. Broncos. Yep. Rabbitohs. Okay. I I want I want to say it. I want to say no, it. You, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm going to. I can't. Panthers. Broncos. Rabbitohs. This is good for us, Jack. If we both pick against the Warriors, this could be good. But as, as we said yeah. last week, I'm looking forward to this game, and I wasn't looking forward to those other games because we're not expected to win. It's a day game. Just show me something, boys. Now, I reckon, yeah, so the game of the round for me, or not the round, the day for me is Broncos Tigers. There's a lot of question marks over that. and Not really. No one gives a fuck about that game. <laughs> but surely Tigers should win. Yep. But they're they're a bottom feeder like like a few other clubs, so I don't know. Right. Can't Tigers really... fans think they're better than they actually are. No, don't they, they don't. They're realists. Tigers fans are realists. They get it. Shout out to you, Stu. Um, right, good stuff. We are we are looking at three games back to back. Good luck, punters. It's, it's a little bit of um, should be able to pick a couple of those relatively easy. We'll come back at you same time next week. You gotta love your league. Gotta love your league. If it leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. If league leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no, Roger, please don't go. Ooh, no, I just want you to play.